Are you tired of using Google Drive or Dropbox to send files to clients? Well, never get burned again with FilePass. I love and use FilePass exclusively for sending files to my clients. It's a cloud file sharing website specifically made by engineers for engineers. It's absolutely amazing. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash FilePass to check out the full feature list and subscribe today. Never lose another dime to burned projects. Happy mixing, my friends, and enjoy the show. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, two, three. Hello and welcome back to the Mixing Music Podcast. I'm your host, DK. And with me, as always, hold on, let me pull up one of your nicknames here. I think you had one earlier. I had one earlier. What, what did we say? Gearless Lou? I think that was one. We're going to go with Gearless Lou this week. All right, Gearless Lou. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With Gearless Lou, welcome to the Mix of Music podcast. Um, We're this Lou is a very interesting. This is a very interesting episode because both Lou and I, part of us. Okay, there's in the engineering world, there is a group of people that are more on the elitist end of stuff that say analog or die. And then there's a lot of people, and then like the theory behind phase and how everything has to be perfect. And I think there's a lot of truth to this. And and uh, I don't think that as a community or as a as a art form, right? Engineering, music creation, production. I don't think we should lower the bar, and I think we should appreciate these old cats that are taking this way too seriously. But at the same time, there's a lot of new technology that's really cool, and there's a lot of this information that is so advanced it's just not practical, yeah. And there's a lot of really cool practical information as well. And uh, I'm not trying to lower the bar. We're not trying to lower the bar here and say everything but, is easy and simple. It's not. It's really complicated. And you can go as deep as you want to look into I it. I think we just want to shed light on something that may have been overlooked. Yes. And I went on a little bit of a tangent here, but there was something that I was pretty skeptical about due to some theory uh, around acoustics and how things work uh, sound design, like acoustic design of a room, blah, 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 blah. And I learned my lesson 
because I was so impressed with how well it worked in my room and on my speakers that I convinced Lou to get it the same exact day or I think the day I after I showed myself it. Once I heard it, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> I was like, damn, was, I need to buy that. It was self convincing. It was self evident how the good the product software sold was. itself. Um, and we're going to talk about it this episode because I now realize how much this can help you. I mean, it's not the fix-all solution here. No, don't use this as a crutch to not try to treat your room or anything, but I think we can lead in with that. It's use your headphones. No, I'm just kidding. That's not yeah. what it's about. Yeah, just forget the room. <laughs> just headphones the whole way. And you know what? Use the worst ones you can find. Oh, my gosh. It's not that. Um, you can get it to sound good on those. They're like NS10s for headphones, right? Okay, people are waiting. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna say what we're talking about here. Well, you already read the title. I'm probably going to talk about it in the title. is is how impressive Sonarworks is. Yeah, that sound ID reference is nice. It is very impressive. Like, DK and I already have some pretty good rooms, but oh, this... I think that's, like, pretty light. Like, we have really good rooms. Okay, yeah. Okay, look, we, we have some nice they're rooms. They're not perfect, but they're nice rooms. But I know if I say we have a really nice room, somebody out there is going to be like, my room's better. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and that's true. I mean, like, it's one of those things that can get infinitely deep. Yeah. And nobody has the perfect room. And if you get such a room where it's now an anechoic chamber, it's not good. And I know both so, of us have friends that would look at our room and be like, well, that's technically a bad room. Yeah, of course. But but we're talking relative nice to, to most people. We're on exactly. the we're on the upper end of rooms. Yeah. And uh I mean, do you see this nice diffuser? Yeah, there's a diffuser right behind us. This is the back wall of the studio here. I need to repaint that wall. And uh what are you gonna pa- what are you gonna paint it to? Purple? No, look at it. Well, it looks like a torn up sock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's a nice shade of gray. No, the gray is fine. Just to your right, you know. Oh, but that's not shown in the. Oh, I just. It's not shown in the camera. Yeah, it is a little torn here. But uh, that being said. Dirty sock. That being said, oh, I said it's not shown in the camera. That's because hopefully this episode, I'm going to get around to editing it, and it'll be on YouTube where I have the least amount of subscribers, and the podcast is doing the worst as far as all the platforms. I think I have less subscribers on my YouTube. So I think I'm going to say, yo, if you listen to the podcast and you like what we do and you want to watch live streams, but you don't want to subscribe on Twitch for whatever reason, you can... I stream all of our live streams on Twitch and Facebook and YouTube. So I mean if you can you watch see all what the we past like, live stream as well. Yeah. All the past live streams are on uh on YouTube. I have a really cool mug. You should see it. I'm not even kidding. Like this is really cool. Thanks a lot Nadio for the mugs. Yes. Awesome mugs. Uh also in the future we got the uh this is a separate note. We got the uh the new warm audio C eight hundred G clone. Oh yeah. That we are yet to run tests with. People have been messaging me like crazy. I have, I won't say who it is, but many, 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 many people know who this client is. Uh, as she's really well known in the R&B scene, she actually is recording with it right now in, in our studio. And the, she spent two days in front of it. I can't wait to listen to the files. There you go. So we're going to see, we're going to see, we're going to do some tests with it and whatnot, kind of give you a proper review or thoughts on it. But that being said. Uh, we're talking about sonar works here and how good it is. Uh, the first steps first. Let's talk about why. Okay, so I posted on Facebook. I was looking into it. I was having issues with my room because I have some big old speakers and big. they go really. Li- and I moved into a spare bedroom for home mixing. And 
I was having issues with like 200 hertz and it just wasn't translating as well. I was feeling less confident about my mixes. And, and yes, there are some issues with my room, but I have a lot of acoustic treatment. I have this funny cloud, cheap cloud, and uh, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. And then uh, I have a lot of, I have a bunch of GIK panels, but like the bass trap ones are like yeah. six inches plus two inches or whatever, all around the walls. Um, it's pretty well treated, um, but still having some translation issues where just feeling less confidence with the mixes. It was got to the point where I was about to put a graphic EQ in between the converter, the interface and the speakers to try to like boost some frequencies that I knew were lacking. I we're, can hear the listeners right now going. <gasps> yeah, exactly. And it got to the point where it's just like, yo, I need to do something about it. And Lou, knowing that like we weren't really taking this seriously, he's like, you know, some people use sonar works and it works for them. And I was like, yeah, yeah. it got to the point where I was so desperate and I needed this to be better that I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to pay the 300 bucks with the microphone, get Sonar Works. I did it, came in about a week ago, been mixing on it, and it's been wonderful. And here's the thing. Before I bought it, I went on Facebook into this Facebook group that I have no idea why I'm a part of. And I asked a question Is on it a lot group. of people bickering with Yo, each other who's right? Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of ego <laughs> swapping. And um, there's a, there's I made a post on this group and I said, yo, have does sonar works work well? More importantly, I don't care if my speakers become flat. I have no interest in it becoming flat because that doesn't necessarily mean that my translation is going to be better, that my mixes that I do on that is going to sound better. I like the mid-range forwardness of the ATCs, for example, because it really dials in the mid-range for me. And S10s are so popular as a mixing speaker because they're so very mid-range forward that you kind of have to get the vocals right, get that mid-range right. You get really picky with your mid-range. So I don't necessarily care for flat. My question was, if you use Sonarworks, do your mixes turn out better? Do they, tra do they translate more? That was the original question. So I went on Facebook trying to, as best as I can, word this into a paragraph. I had a lot of really good responses, a lot of people saying yes, and then, and, and then uh, some people that also had PMCs and ATCs that said yes. Um, and there's one dude, uh, I think from Europe, absolutely no, absolutely not. It's, it's bad. I've used the Trinov systems as well, which is like the three to five thousand, three to six thousand dollar hardware system of mm -hmm. Sonarworks. It's basically the same thing, but like much higher quality. It's hardware built in. Uh, and uh, he's like, absolutely not. It sucks. It's the worst. And, uh, here's the reasons why it, it, it's basically just an EQ and it can mess with your, it's, it's whatever, all this stuff, just railing on it. And I kept asking him questions in the comment at first. I thought I was going to get kind of defensive and be like, have you ever tried this stuff? I actually did end up asking him that. Have you ever tried it? And he says, yes, I have. Basically he's just like ratting on, like shitting on sonar works and how yeah. bad it is and how it's not good. You should get your room right. And I never mentioned to him at all that my room was pretty good. I just let him rat on it, thinking that I had a really bad room, him assuming that I had a really bad room. And uh, after – okay, so anyway, I'm, I'm talking way too much. But it gets to the point where – I say that, but I'm on a podcast. Yeah, so I think it's okay to talk too much. <laughs> is to talk. Uh, people want context. Uh, but You're anyway, okay. after, this guy, after this guy was on Facebook um, – I was like, you know what? He, him hating it so much just kind of convinced me. It's like, I got to try it, find out for myself. I get it. 
my mixes are sounding better. It's what I'm hearing is a lot more clear. It's a lot more self-evident that Sonar Works is really great. And I do agree with him though. Um, I think if you have to get the acoustics in your room right at first, um, and at least as best as you can, right? And they are a little bit gimmicky. They're not perfect, but the cool thing with Sonarworks and the sound ID reference or whatever, reference ID sound, I forgot what order those three words go in. And <laughs> sound reference ID, reference ID sound. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, there's a wet-dry knob, so you can do the correction and leave it at 100% correction. Lou and I, because you did it as well in this yeah. room, Lou and I both found around 80, 70 to 90% wet is the place to be. And it's it's quite incredible. I have a lot more confidence in the way my mixes are turning out, how my vocals are sitting, how my kick drum and snares are really sitting as well. Uh, transients feel a lot more clear, um, especially in uh, low latency mode instead of linear phase mode, which we'll talk about that later. But um, it's I was absolutely impressed, even though in theory... It's not supposed to work well, and it's about decay times in the room at different frequencies, blah, 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 blah. In practical use, I felt stupid for not trying it earlier and for yeah. feeling skeptical about it before. And the funny thing is, like, yeah, you're right. Like, it, 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 there is going to be a huge factor. If you're in a room that's echoing a lot, it's not going to kill the echo. But in both our rooms, we don't really have that issue. I think we're like... These rooms are pretty dead. Quarter millis, uh, sub quarter second, like it's maybe at most a, a, a single slap back that we'll hear in our rooms. Yeah, if well, I mean, there's no slap at all. Yeah. But uh, I mean, like it's it's pretty minimal. This this room is pretty dead. My bedroom is super dead. Yeah. Um, and, and if anything, it was I've taken too much out, but it worked really well. And that's actually kind of the surprise because. You know, I know that, uh, so I use ATCs, you use PMCs. Um, they're both, uh, I would say, in the same class, both in price and, and quality. They just have two completely different sounds. Like the ATCs are very mid-range heavy, while the PMCs... Like really fancy, really fancy yeah. NS10s. Yeah, basically. Like they don't, if your mix sounds bad, it will clearly sound bad. If it sounds good, it will sound decent. Yeah, like, I no... like the ATCs because they make me really try hard. And then when I feel defeated, I go to the car and do the car test. I'm like, this sounds amazing. It's really, they're really clinical because at the same time, like, ATCs also sell to a lot of hi-fi enthusiasts. Yeah. Because if, if you get it right, it's very obvious and they sound very nice when you get it right. They're a little bit dark, unlike the PMCs, uh, where they have a roll-off at about, what is it, like 12, 13K? Yeah, the, the PMCs... The PMCs are definitely brighter, which gives it a better sense of depth, front-to-back depth, because yeah. of the sense of reverb and delays and stuff that you feel. Uh, transients in the on the upper end are also very a lot more prominent and evident, where transients in the lower low region, mids. Yeah. low mids, low end is a lot more prominent. Low mids is a lot more prominent in the HCs. Yeah, PMC- but it's kind of crazy because the sonar works really, really... And by the way, guys, so you know, this is not a... Paid advertisement. We have no ties to Sonar's whatsoever. Yeah, they better pay us now. Yeah, Sonar, if you want to help us out for this one, like you're more than welcome to, but we are literally just doing this out of our own surprise. Like I bought it maybe two days ago. I Two days ago, I set it up in the A room here in the mix. And then yesterday, I set it up in my bedroom with some headphones. And even the headphones, 
sounded amazing. But like the difference that I heard between DK's PMCs and the ATCs here in A was so dramatic in both sides of the spectrum. Like the PMC suddenly got a little more going on in the low mids. Like that detail really came out. Uh, the phase alignment behind it actually really showed because the, the kick drum sounded like it actually stood out a little more in range the, between the kick and bass, which was our last There's episode. something going on with phase, like, I think. It was amazing. Bit. But in the A room, I noticed that the low mid information that was a little bit heavy tightened up and came down a little bit um and it actually allowed for i guess what was just a little bit higher than that to really shine but i noticed that what i did not like from it was that it boosted a lot of the top end for the atcs because of that 12 13k roll off but it allows you to do custom filters it allows you to actually say, you know what, I don't really like what it's doing on the top end, and that's what I really like because yeah, you can customize it. So if, if you want to keep that low bit, I don't think I would have liked it as much. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was so cool. Yeah, the less work that Sonarworks has to do, as in the less EQ to make the final product sound good, the better it's going to be. But again, like I rolled it off, I think I leave it at like eighty five percent wet. That's like where where I really like it. Um, and then I also have you I, with the custom filter thing. I have it set on one of them. I have like a plus four hundred hertz plus a, a dB or two, a dB and a half, four hundred hertz, and then like a little cut around three k, um, two or three k, and that makes it sound a lot more like the ATCs, kind of like personality wise. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like the built-in preset filters too, so it makes it sound like it's coming out of a mix cube, or it makes it sound like it's coming out of uh, of an NS10. I've been using the NS10 one a lot, actually. I'm actually kind of curious to put my NS10s with the Bryson amp and everything back in A, just to kind of compare and see if I can actually hear it. Yeah. I'm really curious. Yeah, I do like... And here's the thing. As far as mixing goes, I think I like lo-fi, like, badly shaped. I do not like linear flat speakers. That's... That's not practical. It's it's cool and it's dope, but as far as like practicality, no, I want non-perfect speakers that really show me in different frequencies, different show me what's wrong with it. I think me and you talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, we were talking about frequencies that kind of fatigue us the easiest. You were talking about more in that 9K range. I 9K kills me. Like 12, like 11, 12K range. Um, which is kind of anything it, above anything above seven k can kill can chop off anyone's head. Yeah, but that's kind of the wild thing because like we're two mixing engineers. I know I moved, and granted, we're like relatively to, young too. Yeah, I'm. I just turned thirty, so it's like yeah. So it's this thing where we also physically can hear higher frequencies than most other seasoned professionals. That yeah. doesn't mean we're better than them. It just means that we have a little more range to be yeah, bothered like by. Yeah, like we can, yeah, yeah, exactly. We have more range that can bother us. We might be focusing on the wrong range a little too often. Yeah. And I think that's another good discussion for another episode of the podcast is uh, hearing. Focusing on the hearing, right ranges. Or no, uh, is uh, being more open about and talking about hearing damage. Yeah, honestly, uh, I'll say this. Like, I run concerts for a living. I go in heavily protected all the time. Uh, even when I do the actual concert mix, I may uh, take off my earbuds for like a song or two, but it's usually first or second song in the set. 
after that, they go back on and I actually reference like, okay, this is what I liked in the venue. This is what it sounds like in my in-ears. Yeah. This is my basis point from now on. But you have to protect your hearing. But the reality is I do have tinnitus. And I know a lot of engineers will not admit to that. But nobody has ever commented on my mixes and said, it sounds like you have damaged ears. No, they've always said, yo, this sounds amazing. This sounds better than my always? other engineers. No, just kidding. Not always. Just no, I've gotten messages where it's like, hey, um. Did your dog mix this? Like, what's going on? Did your dog mix this? <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, Whoa. that's that's a little extreme. I never got that. But, uh, one. but yeah, like hearing is different. Yeah, well, person I don't want to go on that tangent right yeah. now, but we should talk about that on a different episode. Yeah, but because of that, like different monitors for different people is actually a normal thing. Like, I like the ATCs more than I like the PMCs as much, um, just because I like the way they're so prominent in the low mids. That's the range I'm always wanting to dive into. Yeah. And because of that, as a personality style choice, I guess you can say ATCs won me over while some people just don't like ATCs. It's just a thing. Yeah. And so I think that uh, if you've been thinking about it, if you've been on the fence about it, and I know many people that are listening right now have been trying it and are like, DK, Lou, what the fuck? You've, uh, you, this, is something that we've known, this is something that we've known for a while. The, why are you so late to the game on this? You know? Yeah. <laughs> And there's some people right now going like, how could you? Blasphemous. I mean, I'll say this. I know there's a lot of people uh, like me who use like HD systems who want to use it. Um, so, you know, there is a standalone version of it, too. So you don't just have to use it in like a in a plug-in sense like you used to. I know like in the early versions, it was oh, plug-in only. Yeah. Now it's standalone, and that's really cool. Oh, yeah. So like if you're on, if you're native systems, this works best for native systems, and and not all interfaces can do this, but um, if you use SonarWorks, it does two things. It, you can either use it as a plug-in, put it on your master bus, so then you disable it. You disable it when you print it or you bounce it. Um, but the way that I use it on my native system at home is is it creates a new audio driver. Mm -hmm. So the playback engine on Pro Tools, you just switch that to sound ID reference or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, and it'll play back. It's just the DDA. So it's literally just like putting an EQ between the interface and your speakers. Yep. That's it's So you can print it and have crazy filters on it, and it won't actually change the sound of the bounce or the, the print, yeah. which is really cool, and that's, that's how I use it. And it's been – I again, like going back to – we just keep going on about how crazy it is. So on that note, um, we are – we should talk real briefly, talk about some sponsors. First sponsor is you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. The listeners. The listeners. We appreciate you and allowing us, supporting us in our – Incoherent rambling and <laughs> and my weird comments. There you go. All of our weird comments. Um, if you want to be on the Discord, please join the Discord. It's a lot of fun. We do live streaming. We announce the live streaming that happens every Monday night. I do a lot of live feedback um, for free on uh, Monday nights. Uh, yeah, go to mixingmusicpodcast.com to learn all about that. Uh, and thank you to our sponsor. Isotope. We love oh, Isotope. Yeah. We talk about Isotope because we love them so much. Isotope is a set of plugins. They have a lot of cool free ones too. Let's talk about the free ones this time. Hmm. I was using vinyl today. Vinyl's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had vinyl now. It's like long? vinyl emulation. You I can like, say I've had it now like five years. Yeah. But they recently updated it. From oh, the remember, update's yeah. dope. Yeah. And uh, they also have Imager, which I use almost every mix. Yep. The yep. free one. Throw that on a doubler. 
Oh, yeah. It sounds really great. And uh, anyway, if you go to isotope.com backslash MM podcast, you can get 10% off of your next purchase or get a month free of their monthly subscription bundles, which you get all of their plugins. And all of them include the Isotope Ozone Mastering Suite, the Nectar uh, Vocal Production Suite, Mm -hmm. um, RX, which is uh, vocal, what is it, audio editing, editing suite, editing bundle. It's got like denoise, depop, declick, dehum. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, And uh, the last one is, oh, Isotope Neutron, which is the mixing toolkit, which is dope as well. Uh, I know that we've talked about using the transient designer on that one. Yeah, a lot. Of the frequency dependent transient designer is really cool, actually, on the Neutron set. So really cool, really dope. If you're even interested in doing that or want to check that out, again, once again, go to isotope.com backslash mm podcast to get ten percent off or a free month out of it, uh, and and that goes into supporting the show. So we appreciate y'all. Uh, File pass is a sponsor of the show. Blah blah blah. Anyway, let's get back into this. Uh. We love Sonarworks, and we're not sponsored by them, but we're really grateful that I was just really struggling with getting my mixes to translate. I was just losing I mean, you almost sold your speakers. Yeah, and I think I, well, I haven't decided yet. I got to try the Sonarworks a bit more. It does bum me out that I have to rely on Sonarworks still. There's a part of me that's like, oh, that's so unethical. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, here's here's... Here's the good news. It's not unethical to look into room treatment and monitor calibration. It just feels weird that I guess you had to go with a software based one. Maybe that's the, that's the little gimmick that we have to get over. Yeah. I'm not going to get a turn off system though. I'm not trying about to spend like $6,000. I mean, I'll be honest. That sounds like something I would do, which would make sense with today's episode name, which is gear lust Lou. Was that this episode? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Last episode was Lou it's, it's now. It's now. It's now. Uh, hold on. It's Gear Space Lou. No, 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 no. Gear Lust Lou is correct. It wasn't Gear Slut Lou, but that also is correct. Oh right. I'm just saying, guys. I know you guys went with like you know Gear uh, rebranding. And all right, I, I all right, appreciate all right. It, but you know, nobody's gonna forget that. <laughs> I think people will over time. Give it a decade. Anyway, uh, on that note. We're really glad that you listen. Thank you so much for listening. Leave a five-star review if you're listening on Apple. And if you're an intern for us, you better leave a five-star review or we're not going to let you in the rooms anymore. <laughs> you can sneak in with me. I'm teasing. But I'm I will teasing. still request one. Um, <laughs> and if you have any questions, feel free to, to DM us on Instagram, to email us, whatever it is. Go on Discord. Uh, we're always looking for new interns and whatnot. I'm just trying to plug everything. I keep forgetting to plug our stuff. So uh, Yeah, I mean... We have free stuff. We have a lot free of free stuff. stuff. Actually, I just released I have a PDF. Like, I have mic shootouts people can listen to. Yeah, we have uh, uh, a oh, PDF. We're gonna do a uh, soon. We'll do a shootout with the with the new Golden Age. Yeah. I mean, uh, sorry, Warm Audio, the the WA eight hundred G or yeah. eight thousand. Whatever. There's a it is. bunch of free free stuff, and uh, including we just uploaded a marketing for artists tips for marketing for artists PDF. That's actually quite useful. Yeah. Um, I have marketing background, and so I don't. This is going to be something that's pretty useful for just basic stuff that's really going to put your mind in the right place if you're an artist or producer trying to market your stuff. So, um, on that note, 
please check it out, mixingmusicpodcast.com or go to links.dkmixes.com or mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash links. All of those apply. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and if you're on YouTube, please subscribe. Please like all the jazz. All right. Happy mixing, my friends. And stay saucy. One, two, three. If you can't get enough of the Mixing Music Podcast and want three times the amount of episodes every week, subscribe to our exclusive content for only $4 a month or $40 a year at mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash exclusive. Happy mixing, my friends, and enjoy the show. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.